0: We are on so welcome to another edition of this time around I'm Debbie Hazelton, and wow I have a guest today a, a new a new friend a new teacher I'm joined by Lynn Lindbergh of couch2active.com hey Lynn Hey, thanks for bringing me on. It's been really great meeting you and getting to know you over the last oh, month here. Yeah, I know. it's just been about a month. Wow. Yeah, goes fast. Time flies. <laughs> well, you certainly have people who are very, um, you have fans, you know, you, you definitely have fans who are thrilled to be there. And um, there we go, um, who have been speaking so highly of you. And it was it was Deb Lewis who really gave the longer sales pitch. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, I need exercise. I need to lose a little weight. And it's the new year. And voila. Yeah. Wow, welcome.
1: Yeah, so, good. That's yeah. exciting. That's that. So, Deb, Deb Lewis is who got you here.
0: She was, and Shannon first talked about you. Shannon okay. Reese talked about you, and um, but you know, I still was like, oh, I don't know. I'm trying to picture what's this couch have to do with active, and <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, and it's hard because when we
1: talk about exercise, especially our generation, you know, if you're any in the anywhere in the ballpark of 40 to 90 years, I mean, when it that the thought of exercise was usually a punishment, you know, and you got to work hard, especially as women to fix yourself, something's wrong with you. So there's a lot of hurdles when somebody's like, no, this one is really great. Just like, yeah, yeah, I've heard that my whole life, you
0: know, <laughs> so it has mm-hmm. seemed like people are either addicted to exercise or. You know they hate it. Like, what's the mid ground? <laughs> you know, kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Well, and now you're you're doing a ton. How much are you doing now?
0: Oh gosh, like, there are days that I've been in there all three times, and three class, three classes yeah, a day, three classes Ooh. a day. And and there are days that I'm like, no, I'm really not into this. And if I'm not into it, I lately I'm starting to say, but wait a minute, maybe I'm not into that music, but maybe I'm into different work, different workouts. So yesterday I was using weights. She never mentioned weights. It was for the move and groove. I was using weights. I got out down on the floor. I was doing all kinds of leg exercises. I was doing crunches, like several different sets Mm-hmm. and just lots of, and squats and all kinds of things that I just knew I needed. That's so, awesome.
1: Yeah. I was, I yeah. A that's a girl. <laughs> that's awesome. I know. I think you're doing probably in the ballpark at 10 classes a week now, aren't you? Yeah.
0: That's a, that's I think
1: so. From, from where, where did you start? How much were you doing before that?
0: <laughs> Not much at all. That's Not like much a,
1: at all. <laughs> that's like a thousand percent increase.
0: I mean, you know, if I went out for a walk or something, or if I did a Leslie Sanzone mile here or there, but not, not anything with any regularity. No. Mm -hmm. And I knew I needed to, I just knew. So, um, you know, I hit, I hit 70 last November. No way. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. And when I hit it, I said, you know what? This is a rite of passage. I have earned every single moment of my experience and I'm just claiming it as a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. And that's how I'm, that's how I'm approaching it. That's how I feel. No, oh, that's great. Yeah. It. Well, and it, and it becomes so
1: important because I mean, you're 70 and then in our mobility stability, you've met granny Barbie yes. probably. Yes. Yes. 90 (laughs) 90 that is so cool and she loves it oh she's so sweet (laughs) she's so sweet yeah and I mean the only reason she can do what she can at 90 is because she just when she was your age she just kept doing it and doing it and doing it so so yeah now she's still getting herself around her house at 90 like geez good for her yeah really good for her so mm -hmm. how
0: did how did you get
1: into this Ah, uh, yeah. So should I do a quick, like 20 yes. seconds on what couch Activism yes. is? And, yes. Okay. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. So it's an online fitness studio. If you've never heard of it before, we have four currently 13 or 14 online zoom fitness classes every single week. So that's over 50 classes a week. We have three instructors so far. Um, and then we also do one-on-one, uh, personal training and, and we now just launched because everybody kept asking me for this <laughs> we just <laughs> launched i know is the get started page and so it's a page that has recorded videos also mm-hmm. um originally when i first started this i actually had some of my own um well let me back up just a little bit more one moment okay i spent about 20 years in corporate america oh. doing High level corporate consulting program project management work. So I was a desk slave for oh, sure. Man. And um couldn't stand being in a desk all day, every day. Um, even though, of course, we go to work with a smile on, though, right? You know, yeah, <laughs> how that works. Yeah, like oh yeah, I love what I'm doing. That's great. Right. You know? <laughs> um and then I always, always, always wanted to have um, my own business. I've just kind of always had that spirit. I was raised by an entrepreneur dad um, who owned an uh, investment brokerage firm, actually, so, that he opened, and and he always encouraged me. He's like, Lynn, you could totally have your own business someday." So I never could get that bug out of me. And then uh, at one point, I decided in my career, I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna let go of this corporate gig because my heart is not in it, and I'm gonna start." this, um, fitness coaching. I wrote a book couch active, which is an award-winning, uh, indie published book, uh, multiple award-winning book. I opened the business, started doing health coaching and then my health fell apart. So I, yeah. So I was missing 30% of my lung function. I went from being able to run half marathons to not being able to jog hardly at all. I had, um, I'm really an open book here, so I hope that's okay. Oh, it's I got beautiful. D- is that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here it comes. I got <laughs> diagnosed with collagenous colitis, which is something women don't talk about. And if you don't know what the word colitis means, mm-hmm. just be grateful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I got diagnosed with fibromyalgia, which basically meant mm-hmm. I felt like I was in pain 24 seven. Mm-hmm. So here I am with this fitness business. Sleeping 15 hours a day. And when I'm awake, I felt like I would lead weights tied around my ankles. Oh. And so I was like, wow, that's interesting. What do you do with that? Um then so for a couple of years, I was able to still health health coach. And then after about two and a half years, and a whole team of doctors and a naturopath and a nutritionist and a whole lot of grit and self-discipline, I got myself to where I could exercise myself again. And this was December of 2020 and Mm. we all like, yeah, we know, (laughs) Uh we know. And so I decided to offer online group fitness on zoom because everybody was on zoom. Grandma was on zoom. Everyone was on zoom and I knew the accountability would be good for me. And I started by offering the most gentle classes because that's all I could do. And, um, and, That's where it all started. And then at a couple of students that you've met in class, they're still Mm -hmm. with us, who um, called me up and said, hey, Lynn, I'd like to work with you. I heard you on Alan Meisner's 40 plus fitness podcast. I'd like to work with you, by the way, I'm blind. And I was like, oh, I met someone who was blind on a bus 10 years ago. I mean, that's (laughs) really... (laughs) I was like, let's give it a try. I, uh, you know, fast forward what 2 years, 2 full years later, thousands of classes later, we now are fully committed to doing every single thing we do, dialing in those audio descriptions so you can participate fully. All the instructors as best we can. And any any service that we put out is all accessible uh, if you're blind, low vision, or have perfect vision. So it's been a it's been a really cool journey to see how what I started with turned into something very different, but way better than I ever could have imagined myself. So that. there's
0: the there's the backstory. Yeah. That is so cool. So now yeah. to get things into language that would have audio description. Mm-hmm. Did how did you go about that? I gather you did a lot of like checking in, in with people. But did mm-hmm. you did you do anything? specific? Did you do any research? Did you have to yeah, no, that's a that's a great, great
1: question. I'd I'd love for you to share with your audience what your your experience has been so they can kind of know from your perspective of what it's like to be a new student. And well, you know, can can you actually follow along? Oh,
0: absolutely. I mean, for for one thing, you give so many little steps and giant steps you give you know, it's it's like the buffet is always there. You bring out everything. If, if you want it easier, you do it this way. If you want it harder, you do it this way. You repeat the directions because every now and then, you know, my mind's wandered. It happened this morning with something and I'm like, what did she say? And pretty soon you said, okay, now we're going to go to the other side. And then you repeated it again. So you do a lot of Pete and repeat, which is really good because it really does help. It does help with learning it and help with reinforcing and fine tuning. Like somebody Mm -hmm. said to me today, well, it's good if she's on video so she can correct things. Well, I've never heard you point out to anyone, oh, you know, do this differently. You'll say, oh, you're looking good, but you don't give, you don't, there's, it's not like criticism. And I don't know if, if everybody has video on or how that works. I know typically I do, but there are some days that I'll like, no, I'm doing my own thing and I don't have video on, but I notice that you, well, for one thing, that smile, no matter what, Mm -hmm. that is so with you, you're giving constant permission to everyone that everything that's done is okay. Everything that's mm. done is good enough, is good, is wonderful. We didn't get those messages with about exercise. No, like I it was always push, push more, more, more. And a lot of exercise is still that way out there. Yeah. It's no yeah. gain, no pain, no gain. Philosophy.
1: Yeah, it, it is. And and you're right to that piece of the video. Um the I know that you know, especially for you know the students in the class who are blind, having the confidence that you're doing it right, or at least in a way that you're not going to get injured, mm-hmm. is is important. And because, um, and that's partly why I my joke I say like I sound like an auctioneer in class. I'm like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, and if individuals do go on video, I do use that and watch. And I won't necessarily say, hey, Debbie, you're doing that wrong. You need to take your right elbow and move it here. But I might say to the class in general, make sure that right elbow is down by your waist. And then yeah, all of a sudden, really De- Debbie, Debbie's yeah. like, whoop, there's the elbow, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I do a lot more of that than individuals realize. And yeah. then part of it is the keeping that class just moving and grooving. And so there is that piece of, you know, if you don't fully understand an exercise, it's okay. We move on to the next one quickly. And then at the end of every single class, we keep that zoom open. So you can say, Hey, remember that one on our back, you called the four or something and we can review it and in detail. So that's really the, the strategy we've taken. And it just, it, I, I just have this
0: attitude of it's got to be fun. You make it that way. You count. Yeah. You have sounds with your counting. You sound, you <laughs> show that you're breathing in a certain way with your noises or your sounds that are, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's delightful. There's rhythm and, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, you really do make it fun. And I remember yeah. the first time I heard that figure four. I mean, I know what a number four looks like, but I thought, I I wonder if some of them are looking at a handout, if there's a handout that has figures on it. (laughs) And then I began (laughs) to know, no, she's talking about the number four and the position of the legs. Oh, oh, I get what you're saying. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Cross the leg over and it looks like a
1: four kind of sort of. It looks like a
0: four. Yeah, it kind (laughs) of does, you know. But Oh, gosh, that is so funny. So yeah, I mean, there's, there's kind of a learning curve. But again, you take the pressure off you, you know, new students, don't worry, you know, um, no weights, air weights, you know, uh, all the, you know, using bands. And I mean, I'm still trying to figure out where to have everything so that it's near enough to me so that yeah. But it's, you know, every day is a little bit different, but it's oh, it's just incredible. Oh. So, where did you learn that it should be fun? I mean, did you come oh. to that
1: yourself, or what? Well, I came to it myself, and there's thankfully Michelle Seeger out of University of Michigan um, is essentially the research guru on what helps someone. What's the difference between the average person who's not getting paid to work out. They're not an athlete. This isn't their job. They've got another other life. And what's the difference between the person who has their own life and exercises consistently. And the person who has their own life and doesn't exercise consistently, or doesn't stick with that exercise that they have good intentions to do. And of all the research they've done, Enjoying it, enjoying the exercise in the moment Mm -hmm. and not pushing to misery. So don't get miserable. Those were the top factors beyond anything else. And, um, and one thing I thought was really, really interesting that came out of her research was that um, sometimes people will get into a fitness scenario and the instructor will be like, push harder, harder, harder. You can do it. Go, 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 go. You know, And the, you're like, ah, I'm going to do it. And then you do it. And at the end of class, you're like, it's awesome. And then when it comes time, what the research data showed was when it came time to come back to class the next week, people would be reluctant because yep. psychologically, yep, that hurt. That was painful. And your brain sabotages you. So, um, Mm. yeah, so that's where uh, some of it was just me. I just, I want to love my life. And if I'm doing exercise every single day, it has to be something I enjoy Yeah, because I don't, I'm not going to do something I don't like an hour every day. I don't care if I'm going to have a shorter life. <laughs> <Much> <laughs> I want to love three. <laughs> if you're doing
0: most of the classes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I have, I have a couple days a week. I do three currently, but, uh, yeah. but we're working, we're going to bring on a couple more instructors, but okay. like you said, bringing the instructors on who can do that audio description is, um is it kind of an amazing feat to, f- to find those people. So.
0: It is. I mean, a lot of us who don't, who are blind have bought videos thinking, Oh boy, music, what fun. And then they're not describing a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, but I notice when sometimes there are things you have us do, like even if it's the subtle neck rolls and some of the gentler oh. things. And I think, you know, it's being spoken by someone who really has been there, who knows what it feels like. And I mean, you are doing it with us, but you've also Mm -hmm. been there through the development of all of this in your own journey, your own healing.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that mobility, stability class, that most gentle, simple class, you know, if somebody comes from a background of chronic illness, or they're just coming out of being essentially bedridden for a long time, a mobility stability class is not for the faint of heart. It's big work. And Mm -hmm. I think that's part of what I try to, when you say, you know, I, I encourage people that it's all good. Anything's good. It's really, if you think about your perceived exertion, if I'm somebody who's got chronic illnesses, I'm just getting back into it. And I'm simply doing arm circles. I'm just taking my arm, reaching it to the sky, reaching it behind me, reaching it down by my leg and doing another big arm circle around like that. If I'm just barely getting back into it, that probably feels like a huge effort Mm
0: -hmm. in
1: the same way that an athlete feels like they're doing a huge effort. So even though the output for the mobility stability individual is less of an output, the effort is still like an athlete. It's yeah. still the same, and that's I think when people can realize that, it's like oh yeah, I I am working at capacity. It, it's an encouraging thing. And then and,
0: the yeah. cool. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, that's okay. Keep going.
1: Oh well, I was just gonna say, and then usually. Individuals who are just getting back into it, they usually see a big improvement really quickly. And that's exciting. <laughs> I was like, well, Whoa. that's
0: what I hear. <laughs> that's all I was going to say is I hear people feeling proud and supported mm-hmm. and expressing and sometimes saying, I don't know about this or, or I didn't feel well today or some of that. But then I hear other people saying, wow, I was able to do it all, you know? Yeah. And yeah. 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 And
1: when, and when you're in a situation in your life where getting down and up from the floor is a big deal, being able to do that and have it not be a big deal. That's a big deal. That's a big, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that huge. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I just, I just love everybody who comes to class. We have, we've attracted such a great group of people and I don't know if that's because I'm just a bit of a goofball. And so People who can't handle goofball are like, oh, okay, I'm out of here. But most people really enjoy it and <laughs> stick around. So.
0: so are you finding that a lot of people do come back or do stay? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Most most of them do. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, you're still is... getting sighted people as well, correct?
1: Yes, mm-hmm. we are.
0: I'm currently
1: marketing to... um blind and low vision mm-hmm. uh primarily because this really is unique and it's a service that doesn't exist at this scale um i don't know of any other company that does 14 classes every single week that are all accessible um, all right. so um that's just a, a, a demographic that could really benefit from it the most that doesn't have access to hardly anything um, That's right. but yeah, so, but we do, we get, we, um, just spoke to someone today who signed up today, who's uh side completely sighted and, and younger than the rest of our demographic. So, uh-huh. uh, yeah, every, everyone's welcome, but, um, we just make sure that it works regardless of whether or not you've got vision and you, no, we men. all have vision. Yeah. We all have we vision. All vision. We- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Now group fitness as an industry tends to be very woman dominated, but we do have, uh, we do have a few good men.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A few good men is good. (laughs) It is. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. It's, it's really incredible. And I'm curious now, I know you have a lot of other ways that you, you offer this. I mean, I know you have packages and you also do private training. How much of that Are you doing?
1: Yeah. So we do, we've got three membership packages, the private training that you mentioned. Most individuals I work with there, they will do twice a month with me. So we aren't actually exercising together. We're talking more specific situations. So either, um, health issues, joint tendon, ligament issues, old injuries, uh, nutrition, dialing that in how Mm to, you know, all that. Um, and then all of the personal training clients have free unlimited access to the live group fitness. Mm
0: -hmm. And so
1: that's the, the, um, live group fitness package, which is what you're on. Yeah. And then we have the brand new, um, which is the get started page. And that's, that has, that's not anything live. It's just all there. And it's uh, one video for every day of the week, well, except Sunday, that's our day of rest. So we have a video for every day of the week. Every week, those videos update and just rotate through the bank of videos. And they're on demand 24 seven. You can use the videos anytime. And a lot of them are recorded classes and um, they stay fresh. And um, we keep it super, super, super simple. So you just go to that page and it's like, Monday, do this, Tuesday, do this, Wednesday, do this video, Friday, do mm. this video. And they're all accessible, um, uh, accessible to the blind and, and available all week long. Um, so you don't have to do them in order, um, but that's mm. there too.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't even know about that. I mean, I think I it, saw something on there about get started, but, you know, I, I didn't really go back through it. And then you have the app that's being worked with or Yeah, with. the
1: app, I'm going to take the app discussion and put that one back into the closet because it's okay. having some accessibility issues. Okay. So <laughs> all right. It's it is so close. I was telling telling one of our other clients uh who is helping us test it for accessibility. Um she was saying, "It's so close to being amazing, but yeah. you've got this it's got this swipe down thing that's most people don't know about. And I'm like, I know. And <laughs> and she's like, oh, and I was like, I know. I don't know if it's if this app is gonna be amazing or if I'm just in love with this app that's like the boyfriend I love for his potential, you know. <laughs> and he'll never be though. So well, that's where we are with the app right now. And hopefully, um, hopefully we'll be able to relaunch it again soon.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. So you know, a big um, theme that I often like to, well, that that is important to me to come to in much of the work that I've done is around the idea that our bodies belong to us. And um, I remember when I was in my own therapy years ago, I said to my therapist, you know, people often think that people with disabilities are less physical and she didn't miss a beat. She said, mm. well, on the contrary, you need to be more physical, not yeah. less physical. Yeah. And I didn't, you know, I really didn't always like like gymnastics and I, I would do exercise, but I'd get tired of it and, and, you know, bored with it and all those things. Mm. Um And but I really feel like we, I don't know, I, I really do feel like uh, people who are blind or visually impaired in a way, we're sort of a subgroup. But in a way, I think this applies to everyone, the importance of owning our bodies and taking charge yeah. of them. And I imagine that really does speak to you.
1: It, oh, it really does. In fact, I'm going to pull up a quote that is... At the very beginning of my book, which I'm in the process of making an audio version, I'm embarrassed mm-hmm. to say it's okay that it published a year before I started working with anyone who was blind, mm-hmm. and I filled it full of graphics and graphs and stuff like that, and so it didn't. I was like ah, <laughs> oh. so that's the one thing I'm still working on. Aww. But uh, uh but the front of my book has a quote about kind of my whole attitude of what exercising means so I'd love to just take a second to read this here please it's um at its and this is you talk about owning owning your body and this is also about owning your life yeah and I said at its very core exercising means I believe I am worthy I'm worthy of health I'm worthy of strength and I'm worthy of living a life I love once I figured out that piece, consistent exercise became easier because I was no longer putting everyone else's whims before
0: my own health. I am yeah. worthy. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, beautiful. Is that it's, on your website? Uh, it's on the app
1: that we put in the closet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I need, to, I need to get on the website, but it is, I found that when we work with mm-hmm. people couch to active, that the, that missing link for so many people is not what should I do? We all know in our head, just move more, go exercise. Mm-hmm. Like we know that eat healthier. We know this, but a lot of times we're putting everyone else or so many other things ahead of ourselves. And when we realize, no, we're we're worthy of this too. Mm -hmm. It's like Mm -hmm. the door is just open, you know? Yeah. Hmm.
0: Mm. I go deep.
1: I could go deep fast. Oh,
0: me too. Me too.
1: Good. Good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Me
0: too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So feel free to go in any direction you want. I mean, even. Oh
1: yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I think, I think one of the, one of the things about getting back into exercise I found um is so many, so much of the time when we think, oh gosh, I should exercise. That's one thing. You don't want to should all over yourselves. So we know That's that. Right. And I said should. I said should. I said should. I don't know what yes, you heard, you but did. I said should. Um <laughs> yeah. Is it's it that that exercise sometimes there's this root of defeat failures and shame and a whole history of not feeling good enough and not feeling like we did well enough or just so much defeat. And, and so much of the time, fitness and the fitness industry comes at people with this rah, rah, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. I feel good when I exercise. And the problem is for most people, when they are completely out of shape and they start getting back into shape, (laughs) it does not feel good. (laughs) Yeah, like, gets, what is this thing? yeah it gets better it gets does get boring better. it's boring mm-hmm.
0: in a way at first yep
1: yep and a lot of times when when i talk to folks who are really getting back into this after a long time there's very quickly when you give them space to process what's going on there's a lot of tears right under the surface yeah and I think the empath in me sees that. And I just do my best to provide space for people to just work through what they've got to work through. Cause this isn't, this isn't always the easiest thing, even though on the surface it logically seems like it should be easy. And then we think we're getting it. And then you get sick or you trip and bust up your knee for a couple of months, or you have a surgery. And I mean, it's just, life is relentless.
0: Mm-hmm. So, well, and you know, I mean, you said the empath in you, you know, from mm-hmm. being there, you know, from being there. And I mean, you know, just so much in our, in our country, and even more in our world, we're, we're seeing so many ailments that could um well that wouldn't be what they are if if we were eating better and exercising better, you know, I mean moving more. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's that's actually a really interesting to think about, interesting thing to think about that concept of, you know, well, if people just ate better, we'd have less diabetes. Technically Mm. true. If people exercise more, we would have less heart disease. Technically true. I'm super sensitive to not victim blame the people who end up in that situation, Mm -mm. especially when it comes to diabetes, because, um, and especially, I think probably most of your listeners are, you know, very well aware of the, the huge wave of diabetic retinopathy that's on our way. Mm -hmm. The numbers, the numbers are staggering of what's coming our way. And, um, The more I really looked into this, this topic here, the more I realized that blaming an individual for developing diabetes is just so ridiculous because Mm -hmm. as a human race, if you think about, think about like, how did we eat as humans a hundred years ago or 500 years ago, we ate what was available to us. Mm-hmm. We had to, you know, hundred years ago, we had to work a lot harder to get our food. 500 years ago, we had to like hunt it and kill it and, or harvest it or, you know, and it was a whole lot more work. We didn't need a hundred years ago. We didn't need any grit and self-discipline around food. We were just happy to get enough to stay alive. Right. 500 years ago, even now, even more today. We all know it's no secret. There is so, not only is there so much food, we know the food industry is like, they're literally bringing in PhDs in how to make foods more craveable. So you will buy and eat more, you know, we know these things, right? And so as humans today, even the ones who end up developing diabetes, because they made what we would say, quote unquote, poor choices, they I believe are practicing more grit and self-discipline around food than our ancestors ever did.
0: Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And so I don't see, it as a character flaw at all. I really see it as a societal. I'm getting on my soapbox here, but I do. I see it as a societal. Like we need to to help. help. Yeah. Yeah, We need to help society. Yeah. It's not the
0: individual. Mm -hmm. Well, and then when you talk about being worthy, I mean, what, you know, we have so much that says, oh, to be desirable is, this certain type of body. And, um, and so when people say to self, "Hmm, I'm not that, or somebody reminds them, "Mm," you know, or their clothes remind them, or the movement of trying to move around and walk around or get up and down from the floor reminds them or going out and gardening reminds them can't do what I used to do.
1: Well, mm-hmm.
0: then there are lots of messages of mm, I'm undesirable. I'm unworthy. And, yeah. you know, so.
1: Yeah. And and some of that, I really, I really blame on marketing and that fitness industry marketing mm-hmm. in general, because any good marketer will know that to one of the more effective ways to get people to open up their wallets and buy something is if you make them feel like something's wrong with them. And if you can do it in a way that they think they came up with the idea that this is wrong with me, that's even better. And so if you look at marketing and advertisements that come your way, there's always something that leaves the person longing and wanting more and knowing that if you're, you know, have the radio or TV on or anything, it's typically constant barrage of, you know, you need this or you you need this security system because someone might rob your house and you need this protein powder because, you know, your, your skin is suffering and, you know, don't you want to, you know? Yeah. And so, um, I think that that we just get so programmed with all of those messages that it's, it's, it's really hard to, to deprogram it um, is
0: it is i i noticed the readings that you use on saturday with the stretch oh, and refresh yeah. they're beautiful and mm. um lots of uh messages about you know moving in and feeling good or listening to self yeah and, you know
1: yeah, taking the good with the bad and mm-hmm. knowing life's not perfect and you can breathe through it and it's okay. Cause man, if we expect life to be perfect, we're just going to be banging our head on the wall and just be like, ah, <laughs> you yeah. know, life is never perfect at all.
0: Or maybe it's just um, perfect the way it is in a way. And maybe it's a mm-hmm. paradox in a way. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's not that it's not the, it's not symmetrical. That's for sure. It's yeah. Not, it's not always smooth. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. No. No, really? life's, really?
1: life's, cra- life's crazy. Yeah. So no, you, that book you mentioned that is, um, Melanie Beattie, um, mm-hmm. journey to the heart. So I it's went and author. grabbed it.
0: Yeah. Oh, did you really I went and grabbed it yesterday? And, oh, uh, nice. Yeah. Um, it's, it's lovely. Um, and yeah, cause I, book. I had books that I wrote years ago and I was out there in the when the codependency field was active and and melody oh. beady was out there with codependent no more yeah and, yeah you know so um so i wonder if the fitness field is changing or going to change with and i would really think that your influence is a huge piece in helping it to change you know there's that like we said earlier that no pain no gain and i remember Kind of disagreeing with the people who said, Oh, you know, you always have to push past you always have to do mm-hmm. more than you did. And I kept thinking, I knew my body told me that was not always true. That was that that was just not that was not the rhythm that I experienced. Um, yeah, you know, in terms of when I had, you know, monthly cramps or not, it wasn't always that I had to do more. It was that I needed to do something. And Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, but I wonder, and and I told you earlier today that I, I um, did a massage for somebody the other day who had a list of ways that he had injured his own body from exercising, Mm -hmm. from overdoing it. And Mm -hmm. another guy I know who, was just really brutal on himself with CrossFit training, and yes. he'd say to me, "Oh, you're you would love it, Debbie." And I think, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I love your circuit. That's different. But mm-hmm. so, but I wonder if if there's a new something that's... that that
1: industry is going to change. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think the fitness. <laughs> I have a cynical answer and a real answer. (laughs) Um, my cynical answer is the fitness industry will always change to whatever they think people will open their wallets to next. That's, that's why there's always the new latest and greatest diet fad always, Mm -hmm. because there's always, that's a multi-billion dollar, um, industry annually. Um, and so, It'll. It's always going to chase the almighty dollar. So we we got to keep our eye out for that and know whenever somebody's claiming something, are they also selling something? And if they are, is it the latest and greatest fad? If it's the latest and greatest fad, does it mean it's all bad? Probably not. There's probably grains of truth in it. Um, the we are seeing a couple cool things though. We're seeing how that seventies, eighties, early nineties of the you know go hard, no pain, no gain those people are older now Mm -hmm. and our ability to aggregate big data globally is exponentially better than it's ever been. And it's only going to get better. Mm -hmm. And so we're able to take the anecdotal evidence of people who did that. And now, you know, they've got so many injuries and we can take the stories of the ultra marathon runners who, A lot of them later in life, maybe their heart wasn't as strong as we thought it would be or ultra athletes whose hearts blew out on them. Mm. Also knowing that exercise is good. It's like if somebody's heart blows out because they went too hard, doesn't mean we shouldn't exercise at all, right? Right. So we can't, um, but because we're able to get more and better data, then we're able to get more and better recommendations out to people. So I am seeing more um, just kind of a functional, like, let's look at living a healthy, happy life Mm -hmm. at the same time. And I know, I know this isn't as relevant, uh, if for someone who's totally blind at the same time, we're also seeing these, um, photos and videos that have filters that real time, like they can take a woman. And you put a video on their face and it will literally draw makeup, a full face of makeup. So their skin looks flawless and smooth and their hair looks perfect real time. And so this idea of I need to look perfect, I think is getting worse than it has mm. before. Um mm. And one kind of drives the other, you know, the, like, there's no joke. Like, you know, when you exercise, you start feeling your muscles, they get stronger, they get firmer, they get more tone. It makes you look different. Mm -hmm. There are no joke. There are apps out there where someone can take a video of themselves. Like some dude can take a video of himself shirtless and it will actually put defined abs on them in the video. Like it's so oh, ridiculous.
0: That's I know. Ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so I think we've got a I think we've got Houston's got a big problem there.
0: <laughs> well, and you know, uh, yeah. to me, if if people who are around that talk to this person who does that for about 5 minutes, uh, there isn't, I mean, somebody who would agree to do that, I would have to say, at least my bias would be, there's not much else. There's not much else there, like maybe between the ears or, or in the heart or something like, where's the integrity in somebody that would choose to, to do yeah. that.
1: And you know what? I'm, I'm actually really, I'm glad you mentioned that because. Um, in 2018, I went to a fitness convention of, and I was invited as a fitness influencer and there are a couple of hundred of us fitness influencers. And we got Mm. to spend a couple of days together. And before I went, I researched these couple hundred people and like looked at their Instagram profiles and their Facebook. And I, you know, read through what they're doing and their photos when I got there, I didn't recognize more than half of them because mm. their photos were so airbrushed and so perfected, and and I was like, my jaw dropped. I'm like, hello, you're who? Huh? What? And I go back to you, I'm like, oh, no, that's not them. I don't
0: know. I don't know. Wow, wow. And
1: some of more wonderful people, and so I think we're just kind of caught up in not actually realizing what we do and how we're contributing to
0: mm-hmm.
1: to that. Um, and so and I think I could have I think I totally could have got myself caught up to that. I mean I remember 10 years ago when this stuff started coming out that I I took some of my own photos and I'm like, let me let me make my cheeks a little bit skinnier mm-hmm. and let me make my you know legs just a little bit longer and mm-hmm. and then I very quickly realized no, this is not what you want to do. And so I've committed to never doing that again, Good for which you. now I
0: feel all righteous. I'm like,
1: look at me. I know a yes. filter, you know, <laughs> I'm so awesome. I don't do a filter.
0: <laughs> well, the truth is you are, you are, you know, you have the awesome voice and personality. And, and even, even if some of us have been like, oh my gosh, you know, the way we have to schedule and different things, it still is impressive as all get out because there's every detail and so many it it, I mean you did this not for play you did this for real you did it for fun but you're doing it for real too you know and it's it's just absolutely brilliant and stellar and and you know all that you bring to it all the personality that you bring all the professionalism that you bring the fun that you bring it's just wow i hope you i hope you leave each class knowing that it was fun and that it was fun you made fun for us as well as i hope you're ha- you're really having fun too
1: you know i'm amazed at how much fun i have and there's, I mean, I, I, I do my best to be an open book, and I'm human, and you guys, yeah, y'all aren't stupid, you know. Like she's doing ten <laughs> classes a week. There's no way she can be like woohoo on every single yeah. one of them, you know. There's, yeah. there are, there are times where before class starts, my brain is going rah, 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 rah. Uh, I just want to <laughs> stay on my couch. I want to stay couch, yeah. not active, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and the crazy exactly. thing is at the end of every single class, I am in a better mood. I'm standing taller and, and really humbly. That's part of the reason I do this. Cause I'm not some fitness guru. Who's like gonna exercise on my own, no matter what I need so much accountability that I have to be the instructor. <laughs> and then I'll finish up because and it's (laughs) and it's good for that's partly why I do that and I almost hate saying those words out loud but it's partly true for me I need that level of accountability and and I love it I love what I do but man that accountability is so important for everyone including me
0: well and you know I guess I think of it as maybe it's accountability but it's also a certain amount of camaraderie, you know, like I know that even if I'm doing something different, like I was yesterday, Mm -hmm. I know that everyone else is there doing things, doing what they're doing and, and keep, you know, everybody that keeps showing up. It's like, wow, that is really fun. Like there's not, it's not like low, you know, a low sense of morale. It's, people Mm -mm. who are there and like Lori for yoga, Lori, Mm -hmm. um, she doesn't mute everyone. And yet
1: she will have to when her class gets bigger.
0: Yeah. And I (laughs) prefer, we were just
1: talking about that yesterday. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. And I
0: prefer (laughs) to go on mute. I mean, I really, uh, I like it that way, but you know, like when I first heard her, I was like, wait a minute, I've done yoga before and I'm not understanding a thing that she's doing. And the very next time I heard it, I, everything clicked and I was like, oh, wow. Okay. But, um, but yeah, you know, I can hear people in her class really working hard. And, Mm -hmm. um, but I think, I mean, I prefer to go on mute and, and I prefer to just listen to, listen to you or listen to whoever, And, Mm um, I think Donna did that yesterday too. She muted every, kept everyone muted.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We typically do. Um, well for a couple of reasons, one is if someone has a question, they can come off mute. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's hard to know how much of your mouth, you know, are you like, oh yes, exactly. You know, (laughs) (laughs) how much of that is coming through. It's hard to know. Um, and we have individuals who are, um, you know, deaf blind. Mm -hmm. and um um or have hearing loss and we have individuals who their wi-fi connection sometimes is a little spotty or scratchy Mm -hmm. and so by muting it it makes uh it so that the quality of the instructor voice is coming through and and people can can hear but we were we were just Lori and i were just talking yesterday our yoga instructor i'm like as soon as those classes get bigger you're gonna have to mute all (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I predict they're going to get bigger. I mean, I predict that, mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't know. I just think there'll be other. I know Marty uh, Sobo yeah. said he interviewed you and now, mm-hmm. you know, this and there will be more. And I think that, you know, classes will it won't be too much longer. <laughs> classes will be doubled. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah.
1: That'll be exciting. And we've been, we've been preparing for that. Good, We're, we're set up today where if our class sizes tripled tomorrow, mm-hmm. we would be just fine. Yeah. And, um, so that feels good to have those systems in place in that way. And then we, you know, when I said, Lori and I talked yesterday, we actually had an all staff meeting last mm-hmm. night and, um, we had that discussion of what do we need to make sure we scale really well when, when the people come.
0: Yeah. Cause that, that is definitely going to happen. And yeah, you know, um, you're one of exciting. them. <laughs> I know I'm so happy. Wow. Yeah.
1: I'm just so thrilled that you're so happy and you've I been. Know such a wonderful, bright spot and addition to the group. And um, yeah, you just fit right in. I'm so glad. Thank you. Well,
0: I, you know, I knew I needed to join. I didn't know that I would like it as much. And I really Mm -hmm. look forward to it. And I have uh, my friends hear me talk about it, you know, (laughs) and so nice, you know, it, it is and 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 I knew, like I said, I knew that I would enjoy it. I knew I started to enjoy it right away. But I also, what a bonus is to get to enjoy you and mm. to get to know you. And mm. and I really appreciate all the things that you spoke about here today.
1: Oh, thanks. And like, likewise, this has been a, a pleasure, a lot of fun.
0: Oh, so. I'm so glad. I
1: really mm. am glad. Yay.
0: Wow. Well, so couch2active.com and any
1: other.com. Yeah. Huh?
0: Any other information you want people to have anything else? Is that is I all? would say always,
1: whether you're listening to this the week it was produced or whether you're listening to this years later, just head to the couch 2 active.com and the homepage will does a great job of showing what's latest and greatest. Uh, and right now that get starting page, uh, is a really great place to start because we're nine, 97 a month and you get basically a weekly training program with videos. Every week it refreshes, which is amazing for what that is. A great way to just get started if that's what you're looking to do.
0: 997 a month gets you those videos. That's what that yes. gets you. Okay the videos
1: on that page and they refresh. Mm-hmm. We we refresh that page every week out of our revolving hmm. bank of videos so you don't get overwhelmed with a sea of videos. Okay. Uh, and you've still got some, some specific programming.
0: Yeah. Well, I have a friend who's always working like during the days. And so, you know, he's like, Mm -hmm. you know, I think I'd really like to be there, but I can't get there most of the times. Mm -hmm. And um, I invited him for Saturday and something else came up and, Mm -hmm. and um, I have another friend that, you know, he's like, Oh, well, I wasn't up at, You know, I I wasn't up even at 10 o'clock this morning, you know, (laughs) so, but I mean, for somebody who's really busy during the days, I could see where that, that getting started kind of thing might really appeal to
1: it. It really could. And because we've got the audio descriptions really down pat on those, um, then you can just go in knowing, okay, every one of these videos, I'm going to be able to follow along and that just mm-hmm. feels good
0: wow that is yeah. awesome well I want you to take good care of you and and be and you know have all the freedom that you need and, and I'm really glad that you're going to get more instructors I know that I <laughs> I'm spoiled already because I just love your classes the best mm. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: Well, we are. And well, and, and part of it too is, you know, we've got, when we bring people in this, this uh, classes with really good audio descriptions is, is a relatively new thing. I mean, it's been around, Mm -hmm. but at the scale, it's a relatively new thing. I'm the only one who has done thousands of these classes. And so I fully expect that all the instructors, my goal is to, I, I keep telling them my goal is eventually they're going to be better than me. And they will be, people will be <laughs> wondering what's Lynn still doing here. Yep. That's, that's my goal. I, Cause it can't, it can't be the Lynn show. It can't. I it has know to
0: really yep. for your own yeah. sense of health and everything else. And you, there's so much more you can do with talking to people like right here, right now, you know, mm-hmm. that's. Mm-hmm. And you're such a great voice for that. And so yeah, wow. And yay. So mm-hmm. all those you've done thousands of these already. The
1: well classes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you if you imagine, you know, 50 classes a month times wow. years. Yeah. How many years?
0: How many years?
1: <laughs> to, uh, well, of specifically classes that are accessible. Uh 2000, December of 2020. Okay, Is that's that right? right. You did yeah. That. Yep. Yeah. So just over two years of specifically okay. ac- ac- accessible yeah. classes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. 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 Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Thank you very, oh. very much for doing this.
1: Thank you, Debbie. This has been fun. And I love getting to know you better. This is, is, I love your podcast. This is
0: great. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm going to go ahead and stop this recording. Let's see. Um,